Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Sydney. God, what a great. Piece of music. Yeah. Was your head banging up and down like ours was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nodding, nodding, nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you think, okay, question then. Do you think it was great always, which it was, but really like into another stratosphere when Wayne's World came out? Uh, Wayne's World helped. Uh, I also think it entered the realm of public uh, music legend with that incredible performance that Mercury put on. That's, that's true. Uh, Live Aid. Live Aid. I, I, that's, you know, I know that people go back to that again and again. And, of course, it's the highlight of the movie. But uh, seriously, that's one of the great moments in popular music of all time, I'd I say. would agree with you. I would agree with you, too. I stayed up all night to watch Live Aid, yeah. too. Yeah, no, how, how do you steal a show from right? that lineup? And he walks off the stage and Elton John says, well, you, you stole it. Yeah, and, exactly. And it, he did. <laughs> he absolutely did. Yeah. I remember Phil Collins took the Concord to play in both locations. Oh, yeah, no, I, it was incredible. The whole thing is amazing. Uh, it had it had all the excesses and all the wonderful moments and uh, all the other stuff in popular music as well. Oh, it sure did. It was. I love that song. All right, let's talk about what's going on with nurses here because at first we heard, okay, province had a deal with nurses, fine, but this deal is much more than that. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> this this is, is an activist government, and there's something every day. So yesterday, or last week, the uh, Nurses Union announced they'd reached a contract agreement with the government. Okay, so that's one of the last big unions to sign, so that's news. Uh, yesterday, we get a briefing, and the government says, uh, actually, there are two deals here, not one. We made two agreements, so there's the contract agreement, and the nurses got in the contract pretty much what other public sector unions got. It's a three-year deal, so one year is in the past now, so that's retroactive. Uh, it's about 13 14% over the three years, depending on the COLA clauses, so that's that deal. And that's not big news, but I don't think they would have gotten that deal if they hadn't been for the other deal. The other deal is an unprecedented agreement, very expensive, to essentially enrich what's available to recruit nurses, the thousands of vacancies here in British Columbia. The big thing, this is going to transform the healthcare system, is for the first time, British Columbia is going to have nurse-to-patient ratios. Now, we do have those in some cases, in some places in the system. In the ICU, there's a nurse for every patient, and there has to be. But what they're talking about now, Sumi, is standardizing ratios across the healthcare system. So in every branch of the system, there will be an agreed-on uh, number of patients per nurse. Uh, those numbers uh, we worked out. We've already been told, however, that, you know, uh, mental health will be, I think it's three patients uh, Long-term care, there'll be a ratio. Any government 
part of a healthcare system where currently there are 50,000 nurses, there will be ratios, and it is going to be expensive. The government has put aside $850 million over the next three years, this is apart from the contract, to top up staffing levels through the system to match the ratios. Right. Now, this is, I mean, a lot of people have been saying, like, you had to do something. The system yep. was broken. This seems like a big move. Yeah, it's a huge move. And, you know, the British Columbia is having trouble attracting nurses. And the premier says this will make British Columbia the most attractive place in North America for a nurse to work because the pay uh, will be high. But also, apart from California, we'll be the first jurisdiction that actually has nurse-to-patient ratios. So in a sense, there's a guarantee written in the system that nurses won't be overworked and run ragged. And, and one of the big problems recruiting nurses in British Columbia, and the stats bear this out, Simi, is keeping them. They burn out. They leave the profession after all the years. Right. They and, and the public have spent training them. Um, it's not because, um, you know, they can't hack it. It's just because of burnout. They're, the, the system just puts such an enormous strain on them that they leave. And it, of course, got much worse during the pandemic. That's one reason why we have so many vacancies. Um, all of this should make it easier to recruit nurses. But, I, you know, I think the other thing we have to recognize as British Columbians is there are still obstacles to recruiting people to come and work here, and obviously housing is one of the biggest. So I don't know if it'll solve all the problems. Um, I do think that this system, this commitment to ratios, will transform the system over time, and I think it will put uh, make it harder to manage the system because, you know, the ratios are going to be there. Uh, I mean, just think of what student-teacher ratios mean to the healthcare system. Ask any health, sorry, to the school system. Just ask any school administrator, maybe they won't say it publicly, but privately, it's a challenge to manage the system. It is difficult every September to firm up classrooms and teachers and match it all up because when the final enrollment comes in, wait a minute, we need another grade three class or we need another whatever class because we violated the ratios. And over time, the ratios have become a battleground between the union and administrators and the government. And over time, there are grievances, there are changes in the system. And I think it's inevitable that, uh, I think it's inevitable that these ratios will make it harder to manage the healthcare system. Now, how flexible is this agreement well, though? Did they talk about that? That is the question. And what the government is saying at this point is we're going to work it out. First of all, they put a huge amount of money in. Uh, second of all, the unions getting this for the first time and the unions agreed to work with the government. I'm sure they have. And $850 million is going to make it easier. Um, so that's what they say for now. And <clears throat> they, they say, I mean, the thing I thought was, is this going to mean that patients are going to get turned away from healthcare facilities because their presence in the system would violate the ratio because we're short of nurses? They say, no, that's not where we're headed. I hope not. I think over time, however, uh, 
this will become a problem. Um, It will. It may become a solution to recruiting nurses. It may become a solution to avoiding burnout, just as the commitment, Simi, that we've had to security in the system um, may make it hospitals and healthcare facilities a safer workplace for nurses. And I think the public is going to support all of that. But down the road, um, this will make it harder to manage the system and it will make it more expensive to manage the system as well. Okay, we're going to talk to the BCNU about that coming up a little later on the show. But also, Vaughn, I wanted to ask you, there's a final report out from the Election Boundaries Commission? Yeah, the Election Boundaries Commission has come out with its final report, and uh, they recommend, uh, they're saying you're going to have to add six more seats to the B.C. legislature uh, in order to keep up with population growth in the province. So the extra seats will be added in places where the population has surged. Uh, I think there'd be one in the southern interior, sort of Okanagan. There'd be one in the capital region, actually. There's been a lot of growth here. And the others are in the Metro Vancouver communities where you'd expect uh, Burnaby, Langley, Surrey, and Vancouver. So that's going to make for, let's see, six more seats in the legislature, and I sit there in the legislature in the press gallery looking down, and like everybody else, including a lot of the MLAs, you go, where, where are the they heck are they going to put them? There were, there were 57 MLAs in the legislature when I started a century ago. They've added about one every year, and they've already cut the desks down and pushed the aisles closer and crammed extra seats into the back and got rid of the spaces between the desks, and I'm looking at it now, Simi, and I actually don't think there's any more room in there. Is Mike Farnworth going to get his way? <laughs> Farnworth says bleachers is the solution. Like they do and, in London, And some yeah. members in the NDP caucus go, is he kidding? And he's but they do that in the UK. Going, oh. And if you've, if you've been in the British House of Commons, there's nothing like 600 seats there for all the MPs. So they rotate them in and out. And when they vote, they leave the room and go through a door and get counted. So it is possible to manage without every single MLA exactly. having a seat. Although they sit in there and they do their correspondence and their mail, and they have a little desktop, and they put stuff in there if they have mints or something. And, <laughs> and so it's, it's, you know, it would be a big change. And, of course, I, the jokes go on and on, sitting in each other's lap or, you know, some of them in the hallways, and they get brought in and let out. Uh, there's always modular housing. God knows the government <laughs> has enough of those. So, but, yeah, no, it, it, it's going to mean a transformation. Yeah. It'll mean a political transformation, too, because every time they add seats to the political system, Simi, it continues the shift of the balance of power to the big, heavily populated metro regions and away from the north and interior. For the B.C. liberals, that is a huge challenge because they've been losing ground. In the metro regions, they're solid in the north and the interior. You can't form a government with that. So it transforms the liberals. All right. Thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi.